in-office studios of his eye care practices in Nashville, Tennessee. It's As I See It with Dr. Jeff Kegaris, your source for eye care education and receiving the type of patient relationship you deserve. It is time for a patient revolution. And now, your host, Dr. Jeff Kegaris. Hi, everybody. This is Cole Evans again, Director of Marketing here at Cool Springs and Donaldson Eye Care. I am uh, sitting at this extremely comfortable table with Dr. Jeff. Dr. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing fine. You must have a different chair than I do then. <laughs> the uh, I'm extremely excited because we have right in front of us um, multiple copies of Dr. Susan's and your first uh, publication, One Patient at a Time. Dr. Jeff... You're an eye doctor, amongst many other entrepreneurial endeavors. Uh, what in the world made you think, hey, I need to write a book, and I should get my wife to co-author it with me? <laughs> uh, you know, Susan has asked that question a whole lot of times also, <laughs> and um, among many other things, she wonders about me. But I think a lot of this goes back to why we created our practices in the beginning, and that is we really judge the success and our reputation based upon we want every single patient to feel like they were the only patient we were taking care of and that we catered our care, how to protect, correct, and enhance their vision and eye health to them as an individual. We don't build a system that just runs people through. We want to know you. We want to build a system that delivers great care and a great care experience. And we feel like that's a differentiation. And what frustrates us in healthcare in general, because we've done a lot of consultations in other areas of healthcare, sure, from pediatrics to breast cancer to uh, obviously ophthalmology and optometry, uh, general physicians, dentists, hospitalists—you name it—and what frustrates us is the sheer kind of lack of focus by leadership on trying to deliver a great experience for patients, a courteous experience for patients. And I really think that we've almost become so numb to it, Cole, mm-hmm. that we just go, well, that's just the way healthcare is. Right. And I don't think that's right, and don't think it should be that way. And so over time, while we have really focused for many years on trying to build the culture and the concepts of how important our patients are and how to do what to do and why we do it in a certain way, uh, it eventually became, hey, can can you show me how you do that? How, how did you make that happen? Other doctors would ask. Uh, and we thought, you know, having just a service manual of our standards is maybe not good enough. Let's put it down in a book because that will accomplish a few things, which were our top goals. Number one, we think there should be a patient revolution. We think patients deserve better care. Number two, we're willing to put a stake in the ground and say we're not perfect. But we do a lot of things really well, and we work really, really hard at it, and we want you to know what we're doing. So I hope that our patients will say, yeah, you know, I do recognize that you do that. That's a conscious, intentional effort. Number three, I want our patients to hold it, hold us to it. You know, you're getting care here, mm-hmm. and you see, and you aren't greeted with a smile the minute you walk in the door. You know that's not the way we intend to do business. We want you to feel welcome and warm at every step of your visit. The other thing is we want to help other doctors because getting a lot of questions from doctors that say, oh, well, you know, that's just, uh, I just can't get them to do that. And I look at that as that's a leadership question. That's a real leadership issue. If you want your receptionist to say hi and be friendly, that's a leader gets what a leader wants. And, and that's, that's important. So uh, we, we wanted to make sure that we said to doctors, I know 
It is hard to run a healthcare practice. You've got insurance standards, you've got government regulations, you've got declining reimbursements, you've got more people you need to see, you've got all these access issues and equity issues, and, and all of that's important and it has to be done. But don't use that as an excuse to say, I just don't have time to give a good experience. All I can do is just you know, get them in and get them out type of thing, uh, assembly line. Uh, and so what we wanted to do is say, you can do better. And if you don't know how, we're going to put the book together in an easily implementable format to help you. We want to help doctors. We don't begrudge doctors if they want to give better care. We want patients to get it, and we want to help doctors to deliver it. So, Dr. Jeff, your, your book, uh, One Patient at a Time, and um, if, if you're seeing some of the social posts or you're seeing this on YouTube or one of the other channels, you'll see that it's one customer at a time on print, but on the top of customer, it is, looks like a sticky has been added on there, and the word says patient. So, uh, And then, obviously, the byline, the K2 Playbook for Healthcare and Business Success, I, I'm guessing uh, that you have found a lot of alignment between um, you know, what the listeners would know is just a normal business as compared to a healthcare practice. Uh, so uh, I have a question. So you, you've been in the market, uh, you and Dr. Kageris, uh, for 25-plus years in this market. Um, you have a, a great brand name here. W- would you and Dr. Susan have been ready to write this book 10 years ago? Hmm, that's a great question. We actually started writing this book 20 years ago when I was at an eye disease referral center. Ah. Once again, it was more we were practicing uh, to try to win a Tennessee Quality Award for business, not just as an eye care practice okay. and not just as a health care practice. And so that prompted us to try to continue to do things better and better, and we felt like the, the delivery of our service standards, a, a a modest but important plank was that this is the way we will do what we do every time and this is what we train on. We're very important and we need to not, not just rely on oral history but to put it down in writing so that uh, everybody knew and everybody established could have those as that, well, this is the way we do our care. Now, they can evolve and improve over time, but there are some of right. these things that are just so fundamental that I can tell you they were as relevant 20 years ago as they are today. And we didn't have iPhones 20 years ago. Now we have iPhones and Androids and everything electronic and, you know, Alexa and everything. And you know what? I can't think of one thing in the book that has become outdated sure. because it's it's more fundamental, you know? We're right. not talking about something that, that no one can accomplish. We're talking about things that when you read them, you go, well, that's so simple. But maybe there's some beauty in the simplicity, and there's also complexity in getting simple things done sure. regularly over time. And but we we try to start there. You know, I'll tell you, I'm a I'm a, a huge proponent of, of correlation, and I am believe it or not. I know you probably feel like I've been here for probably five years, but I'm very close to my year mark, being here for twelve months. And I'll tell you, uh, the book is literally that. It's imprint what the culture is here in the building and, and in the Donaldson location, of course. Um, that's why I ask if you would have been prepared to write it ten years ago because um, there are so many when you say I put it in, you know we put it in print we put it in print it's it's wonderful when the book is literally sitting right here in front of us for so many business owners that is a very scary thing to think about that I have a process that I believe so much 
that not only am I running my own business like that year over year over year, multiple decades, uh, to now it's in print and I'm giving it to other people to say, hey, I recommend that you consider this as well. Right. We're, we're not suggesting by writing this that we do everything right. But we are suggesting that, you know what? We try so hard to do this. I do want to have that stretch goal of people saying, I don't care if they if they've got a book and they're and they're kind of evaluating as they go through and go, did I get this? Did I get that? Did I get that? I'd love that because I'm so authentically passionate about wanting this, sure. and that's a risk. There, you you hit on a good point because as we've grown, when we have you know when I started, we had four or five employees, and now we have fifty. And right. so what I'm what happens is I have to grow the organization to not be reflective of just one doctor and a couple staff members, but we've got to make sure that the breadth of our people can deliver this when I'm not even around. And I think what some doctors tend to forget, although we, we inherently know it, but we'd like to forget it, and that is that we probably have a very small percentage of the interactions in the office with the patient. Mostly sure. it's clinical, sometimes on the phone or on email or by text. But the, the majority of visits, the majority of interactions in the office come between a patient and my front desk receptionist or receptionist, my checkout person, my optician, my contact lens expert, my administrative assistant, my insurance people, the billing people. And so that mentality of, of one patient at a time, treating people one patient at a time, and the service aspects that need to be woven into everything we do, whether you are first and foremost touching patients or whether you're back processing insurance, that's an important leadership thing that we have to get across. And uh, and it's a scary thing. I'm not doing it, but I sure expect and want our entire staff to be delivering on that each and every time. Yeah, it's a good point. And you don't have to be here uh, uh, a couple of days past your orientation to understand the, the word uh, versatility when it comes to uh, the culture here and exactly what you're saying, making sure that um, you understand all the moving pieces of the organization. Um, I, thank you very much for, for laying down the foundation. I want to dive right into a lesson, uh, but I'll tell you this. I, um, I, I want us to have a clean slate on a, on a new episode. So if you uh, love this, and I, I really appreciate you listening to the podcast, come into the very next episode. And uh, I want to, Dr. Jeff, I want to talk to you about your definition of a loyalist. Mm, okay. Very good. Next episode. Next episode.